Good morning. We started the week last week with an award ceremony for fire and rescue celebrating Loudoun's first responders. On Friday, we wrapped up with the Loudoun County Chamber of Commerce's Valor Awards. For Monday, April 15th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Loudoun County Commuter Services has ways to keep your wheels turning and keep you cheerful. There are commuter buses from park and ride lots to destinations in Arlington, the Pentagon, Crystal City, and Washington, D.C., or a Metro Connection bus can drop you off at Wheelie Rest and East Metro Rail Station to hop on the Silver Line. Or local buses can get you from Leesburg to Ashburn and Sterling, from Sterling to Reston, or just around the town of Leesburg for only a dollar. To learn more about these or find a carpool or van pool, visit loudoun.gov commute or call 703 771 5665. Let's go. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The business, government, and public safety communities came together on Friday to celebrate the firefighters, rescue workers, law enforcement officers, and civilians who saved others from danger or death in 2018. At the Loudoun Chamber's annual Valor Awards, Chamber President and CEO Tony Howard said they are the folks who run toward danger. The ceremony honored 43 first responders and 19 civilians in total. This year, the Stu Plitman Community Service Award went to Leesburg Police Department Master Police Officer Chris Tidmore, who served Leesburg for nearly two decades. The award is named for the person who chaired the Valor Awards Committee for more than a decade and founded the Loudoun Valor Foundation, which is now called the Loudoun First Responders Foundation. It provides immediate financial aid to first responders in need, such as after an injury. In his time with Leesburg, Tidmore has had jobs from school resource officer to emergency negotiations and Leesburg's version of a SWAT team. He also created Leesburg's Police Explorer Program, working with the Boy Scouts of America, and was group leader for four years. And he's one of the principal organizers of National Night Out in Leesburg, which every year brings people out for fun and aims to build partnerships between law enforcement and the communities they serve. On his own time, Tidmore also organizes the department's Holidays with the Cops program, which provides underprivileged children a holiday meal and a shopping trip for gifts. In 2018, the program's 10th year, 18 children participated. That is among the many other fundraisers and collections Tidmore has led on his own time and often at his own expense. Other than the Plitman Award, the awards ceremony recognized the people involved in 24 incidents in 2018, ranging from a man who pulled back a woman attempting to jump off a Route 28 overpass, to two young children who saved their mother during a seizure by calling 911 and getting help from a neighbor, to the rescue crews who worked to save a boy whose foot had become trapped in an escalator. In one, in one incident, a student at Rock Ridge High School attempted to strangle himself while speaking to the school's counselor, Nicole Bryan, in the assistant principal's office. The student wrapped a lamp cord around his neck, which Brian couldn't get off. She called for help. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office Deputy First Class William Michael Baker, School Safety Officer Wayne Harrison, and Assistant Principal Jeremy Cortash rushed to help. The student fought back, but they were able to get the cord off, at which point the student was unconscious and unresponsive. When he woke up, he reached for the lamp cord to strangle himself again and lay on his hands so they couldn't stop him. This time, they managed to move his hands while Baker, the deputy, handcuffed the student so he couldn't go for the court again. The student was taken to the emergency room. 
In another incident, Loudoun Deputy Michael Matias was driving to work on Fairfax County Parkway when he had to swerve to miss a stopped car. He saw all the airbags had been deployed and the windows had been shattered. He pulled over and spoke to the driver, who was standing nearby. While he was speaking to her, he saw an 18-wheeler bearing down on them and yelled at the driver and another person nearby to jump over the guardrail. All three did, and the truck hit the disabled vehicle, pushing it about 300 yards. Howard said these are the people who regularly face situations of unknown circumstance and uncertain outcomes, and do it with one thought in mind. There's someone in there who needs my help. Go to loudonnow.com slash morningminute to check out the whole story. In other news, as construction on an insulation factory in Ranson, West Virginia, that could spew hundreds of tons of pollution every year draws nearer, one group is doing all it can to bring attention to the project. The Danish company Rockwool plans to melt rock to spin into mineral wool insulation at a 460,000 square foot plant off Route 9, about seven miles north of Charlestown, West Virginia. West Virginia has allowed the company to emit up to 392 tons of pollution from the plant every year, which some people in northwestern Loudoun are worried will spill right over our border. In response, Jefferson County Vision, a nonprofit watchdog group, filed seven lawsuits against Rockwool, the town of Ranson, the Jefferson County Development Authority, and the Jefferson County Commission. Those lawsuits are pushing for more transparency from Rockwool and the municipalities. Recently, in an attempt to bring more widespread attention to the project, seven Jefferson County residents traveled to Denmark to meet with Danish environmental groups, journalists, and elected officials to express their concerns. One of the people in the group, Rod Snyder, said the attention from the Danish media was intense. He said they got wall-to-wall coverage and were featured in newspapers, on television, and on radio shows. Three of those people also bought stock in Rockwool and attended the company's annual shareholder meeting to propose a resolution calling for Rockwool to publish an assessment of environmental impacts above and beyond existing disclosures and those required by law. The board of directors did not support that proposal. The group also met for two hours with Rockwool CEO Jens Bergersen, which, according to Snyder, yielded no agreement between the two sides. Snyder said that Jefferson County Vision and residents in the area will continue to bring public attention to the matter and that their opposition is not waning, but just as strong as ever. More at jeffersoncountyvision.com. Get your Chicago-style hot dogs while you can, Leesburg. Windy City Red Hots announced last week it will be closing its location in Leesburg and its location in Frederick, Maryland at the end of the month. The business started in 2008 as a food truck that for years parked at Blue Mountain Nursery off Route 7 in Ashburn. It opened in Leesburg in 2010 and Frederick in 2017. In a Facebook post, owners and Chicago natives Angel and Pia Miranda wrote, We are extremely grateful for all our customers, past and present employees, as well as our family and friends who have helped our teenage dreams come to fruition. According to their Facebook post, they will serve Leesburg for the last time the weekend of the Flower and Garden Festival. Their last day will be Sunday, April 28th. And on May 20th, fine dining in Leesburg will go where it has never gone before. And parking should be pretty convenient. Wine Kitchen Manager Charles Shetch has plans for a sunset dinner on the top deck of the town of Leesburg's parking garage. The $150 plate tickets gets guests a night of fine dining from Wine Kitchen, wines from Walsh Family Wine, food from Tuscarora Mill, Casino on Market, and King Street Oyster Bar, tastings from Catoctin Creek Distillery, dessert from Mom's Apple Pie, music by Ted Garber, and an experience that it can safely be said is unlike any that has been had before in Leesburg. 
On top of that dinner, atop one of the tallest buildings in downtown Leesburg, guests will have that meal I mentioned prepared by Wine Kitchen's renowned chef, Tim Rowley. All of the evening's proceeds will benefit Mobile Hope Loudon, which provides low-income families with daily essentials such as food, clothes, hygiene products, school supplies, books, toys, and referrals to other organizations at its headquarters in Leesburg and through the Mobile Hope bus. Mobile Hope's crisis care program focuses on the needs of 18 to 24-year-olds who are precariously housed, helping them with basic needs, housing solutions, extensive care management, and life skills. That donation will also benefit from the charity of other local businesses. Leesburg Florist Petals and Hedges is providing flowers at a fraction of their normal cost. All the food is donated or provided at cost, and the serving staff is all volunteer. As for the kitchen staff, Rowley is paying them out of the restaurant's budget. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, tonight is Dance King Studios Salsa, Tango, and Swing Group Class and Social. No experience or partner necessary. It starts at 7.45 p.m. in Leesburg. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, I'll see you down at Windy City. So tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it will be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.